House Civis Broadcasting. Hello, everybody. My name is Luffy Haskell de Civis. And I'm Silas de Civis. And today is far the 6th of Therendor. What a wonderful day it is today. I have to disagree. I'm still feeling a little under the weather. I was hoping I'd be better in time for today's broadcasting, but unfortunately, I am still feeling terrible. What's got you down, Silas? Well, uh, it, it's been... There, there's something going around, Charn. The issue with my throat, uh, head cold. I spoke with House Jurasco, and they said I'd be right as rain in a few days, but I, I was hoping it would be a little more immediate. Today, we're going to be talking about the 12 best Charn taverns for adventurers. It'll be exciting to find out if your favorite made the list. It might be the one you're listening at right now. of news today because we do want to just delve right into our topic for today's episode. The only news we have this week is that we have just gotten word that the mayor of Greywall, uh, Zorchilik, has indeed decided to come on to the Echoers and have a nice chat with us when he and his delegation are coming through as part of the talks with the Council of Thronehold to enter Drome in as one of the Thronehold Nations. I, for one, think that that'll be a very exciting conversation. I don't know that uh, many have heard from the mayor, so we, we are going to get that exclusive interview here on the Echoers. I'm kind of interested about what his voice sounds like. I am as well. I, I've I've heard rumors. It's going to be an interesting time, and, and I can't wait to see how we, we get all that together. So I think we've got some of Luffy's advice corner questions. Dear Luffy, I'm a Warforged living in Sharn and enjoying exploring the city with my non-Warforged friends and going to restaurants with them, even though I do not have to eat. However, the spikes of my armor plating make it hard to sit in restaurants and go to tailors and clothers with them. What should I do? Thanks in advance. Grand. So Grand, there's a few things you can do, and it all depends on your level of um, okay with altering your body. Now, if you're super okay with altering your body, but really like the aesthetics of the spikes on your plating, just get new plating. And when you order it, ask for either removable or retractable spikes. That way, you can retract the spikes whenever you are sitting down or going to tailors. Now, another option, if you don't feel comfortable about altering your armor plating, would just be to, when you're going to restaurants, um, a lot of the times they might have extra stools or uh, wooden chairs that you can sit in. Um, and so just ask for one of those instead of sitting in the plush booths or anything like that. When going to tailors, that's a little bit more difficult um, because that really depends on the, comf the comfort of the tailor when it comes to if they're willing to work around your spikes or not. 
So we will say that that one's a little bit of a toughie. What a thoughtful and insightful answer. I was not expecting that. I was expecting you to say any number of things. You know what? Good job, Alufi. I don't know whether I should feel insulted or pleased. Well, this is a this is a little rough. I don't normally read dwarf. Uh, let, let's see, man. Oi, heard my friend told you about me. Well, congrats, you got a new tiefling in your city. But here's the thing: I'm a single ma who needs to work. Where in the heck am I supposed to find a babysitter I can trust? My baby looks like a demon spawn. An adorable one when not doing a tantrum, but still. Merit Bonnie. Merit Bonnie. I do believe we had an Luffy's ask that mentioned her previously. Um, well, not a lot of people know this, but House Vidalis does have a babysitting kind of, um, oh, what are they called? Like, school, corral... You know, you just drop your kid off with them, pay them a monthly fee, and then they'll take care of your child while you are working. Uh, another option is to hire any number of locals. Um, I know that there are some who kind of babysit en masse. Um, there's like a group of giant owls from Tavik's Bazaar who you can actually um, drop your child off with them. And not only will they teach your child a lot of interesting things of how to uh, live in Sharn best, um, they'll also probably bring you back some money um, in exchange. Uh, it's kind of like, not necessarily a workhouse, um, but like, you're letting your child be with this giant owl who is teaching them how to work and make money in Sharn. No, no to all of that. No to the owls. No to House Fidelis. I'm very skeptical when they take your children that you're going to get your children back. But why not go to any tavern and hire a group of adventurers? Honestly, they work for dirt cheap. I didn't think about that. Hiring a, an adventuring group would indeed probably be pretty cheap. You, you get a cleric, usually, or, or uh, a... Uh, a paladin, those those are mm -hmm. reliable. A druid knows nature. I don't motherly know if, types. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if I necessarily feel super comfortable because, like, what if something happens? You know, they're adventurers. They are the ones most capable of dealing with things when they happen. They are adventurers. They are more likely than not the ones that make things happen. Fair, a fair point. A, a an absolutely fair point. I I did not think of. But that being said, uh, I would prefer an adventurer over an owl any day. We're going to jump right into our Top 12 Sharn Taverns for Adventurers right after this quick break. Wild things are happening at Gold Dragon Inn. We're excited to shake up our menu for a limited time. All the way from the far-off coast of Sarlona, we've brought back Pommel Fruit. This perfectly protein-packed purple pungent potato is so good, so rich, and so starchy, it'll have you saying, See you later, potato, and none of you, beef stew. So stop into a Gold Dragon Inn today and enjoy our newest Pall Mall porridge. Don't forget to wash it down with our newest cocktail, the Palm Wow. 
a blend of Pow Mau infused spirits and fresh pomegranate juices. It will leave you feeling refreshed and relaxed. So stop on in at a Gold Dragon Inn and have your taste buds set sail on an exciting adventure on the Reagent Coast. All of the fun, none of the quarries. Gold Dragon Inn. Adventure is only a plate away. Sponsored by House Galanda. Consistent care throughout Corvair. Now, I would like to note that we do have 12 Sharn Taverns that are best for adventurers, but we specifically did not put Gold Dragon Inns and the House Galanda Enclave on this list because it's a little unfair. We all can agree that Gold Dragon Inn's probably the best place for an adventurer to go. It is fairly consistent across uh, all of the different restaurants I've been to. Uh, I, I, and, oh man, I'm feeling a lot better. I, I think perhaps the house churrasco and the cherry one was just exactly what I needed. You know, I prefer the cherry. They have like the mint one. Like uh, the, no. the mint. Oh god, no, no, no. no. <laughs> they tried to give me the thrackle one and I was not having that. <laughs> we all know you like your thrackle spice. I do not. Let's go ahead and jump in. And I'd like everyone to know that this list is not in any particular order. Now, we did... Uh, <clears throat> now, over the past several months, we have been going to different taverns in the area that have been suggested for adventurers. So if there's one on this list... <clears throat> Starting off our list is the Ball Pit. This tavern's really unique because uh, it has only had one reported injury over the course of the last year. And this injury was not brawl related. As everyone knows, adventurers love a good tavern brawl. Why is it that so few happen at this particular dive? It's because everything is made out of soft materials. The chairs are made out of like this bendable rubber material. Even the door is made out of rubber. The walls have like this plush like cushion on them, but you can't tell that it's there. So even when a brawl does break out, nobody actually gets hurt. So I have to say that I didn't enjoy that fact. I enjoyed the alcohol. There were quite a few drinks there that I really enjoyed, but everything did feel a little unreal. I could see as an adventurer getting some of the anger and anxiety out would be worthwhile, but overall, I, I, I think that it makes the top 10 certainly, but it, it wouldn't be that high in mine. Silas is mad because I got him over the head with a chair. You got me over the head. I was ordering a drink and you attacked me from behind. That's how tavern fights happen. You've never been in a tavern brawl before. Well, I, I think we should go on with one of the ones that I really enjoyed, and that would be Shamukar in Kyber's Gate, which is one of the largest and most successful taverns in that area. Uh, the reason that that one tops my list is because uh, it, it is very similar to the one that you were in, where the safety is paramount. There are no bar fights there, because if anyone tries to start one, the entire tavern turns and removes that person, which I really enjoy. I want to be able to sit and enjoy my drink. Drinking with 
gnolls and harpies and medusas and ogres. Oh, yeah, it was just wonderful. So I really liked that we could, like, pick out which goose we got to eat. But he kind of turned my tummy when Terrence was looking right at me when the knife came down, you know. I wouldn't have named him. The Flowing Chalice. Oh, yeah. In the central plateau district of Koran Thriven. It's like a short walk from the Wayfinder Foundation. Adventurers typically go adventuring to have their stories be told and live on forever through that. And there's no place better than the Flowing Chalice for this. So the Flowing Chalice, you're not even allowed in unless your name has been in the broadsheets at least once. They've got this big wall of daggers, and it's like the daggers are like woven in with each other. If you get your name in the broadsheets, I think it's five times. I believe it was, yes, five. They will carve your name and like a little thing about you into a dagger, and then they'll weave it into the wall. So a lot of people like going to this tavern because it's seen as like a stepping stone to get into the Wayfinders. A lot of Wayfinders and ex-Wayfinders drink here uh, because, you know, they can. They're like popular. They're like famous kind of. And it was really interesting hearing people talk about how they're striving to get into the Wayfinders. It is. I'm not a part of it myself, but I have imagined that there's a timeline where I am definitely a part of the Wayfinders Foundation. And Silas has the next one, a pretty classic one, if you ask me. I agree with that. That would be the Broken Anvil in Calistane. If adventuring careers end in the Flowing Chalice, then they most likely begin at the Broken Anvil. Countless adventurers have had their start in this unassuming tavern. Uh, The private rooms are perfect for clandestine meetings, and the frequency of House Caneth members means you very rarely end up paying for your drinks and always have interest in company. Now, if you are headed to the Broken Anvil, I do recommend taking a moment to stop at a nearby shop, the Crooked Cat, just a few blocks away. If you didn't end up with a quest from the tavern, any object located within is guaranteed to start you on your own new exciting adventure. Close your eyes, everybody. Imagine sitting in an inferno. Fire blazing everywhere. But you're not getting burnt. And a really cool waitress in, like, fire-inspired glamour weave approaches you with some really, really nice whiskey. Named after a playing card, the King of Fire essentially is supposed to be like what Fernia is supposed to look like. I kind of know the owner a little bit. His name's Lat Horaska. He's a Clydewing jockey for the Race of the Eight Winds. Oh, okay. Well, he used to be. That makes sense. And uh, so he won the bar and he runs it now. And it's really cool. And sometimes he drinks there, and then sometimes if you're cool enough, he'll walk up to your table, and he walked up to our table, and he was like, hey, I know your voice. And I'm like, yeah, it comes out of that box in the corner every week. And he was like, that's pretty cool. And they walked away. So on my list, there was a fake tavern experience that I really enjoyed as well. If you were a group of adventurers looking to test your teamwork and problem-solving rather than brute force, then look no further than Rats in the Cellar. This is a new type of bar experience popping up all over Sharn. 
and they're calling them Trapped Taps. These unique establishments have their roots in Zendrick and are actually part of the history there. They grew up as a way to test adventurers getting ready to head out into the wilds and jungles, and I, I really personally enjoyed. It felt very authentic, even though the danger was palpable. Now, in a, in a trap tap, uh, the team of adventurers must make their way through a series of puzzles and traps in order to make it to the main bar. We went through five or six of the different puzzles that they had, but I was told that they had over a hundred within the halls there, determined which ones were for the groups that came after us. And I was like, oh, that's fascinating, because that means you're probably never going to end up going through and having the same experience twice. When we were there, it was the, uh, what was it? Um, oh, uh, the Thousand Eyes. And the whole thing was set up uh, with a very ethereal Reedron feel. Everything felt just slightly off. And it was a good time, though. I really enjoyed escaping from Reedra. Did you, did you enjoy escaping from Reedra? I thought it was really cool. I can't wait until they do their next theme swap, though, because I, I, I heard people uh, talking about it being, like, swashbuckler themed. Oh, well, you know what? I have a pirate friend who would be delighted to be a part of that, I'm sure. Gambling, pit fights, books, coffee... Taverns and bars offer a wide variety of options for potential customers. And there seems to be a place for almost everything you could want. Finding the niche that appeals to a person can take a lot of luck. A surprising option is a place that combines drinking and casual games played amongst friends. It's called a gaming tavern. Sharn's got a premier gaming tavern in Cornerstone, and it's called Knucklebones. At Knuckle Bones, they have like tables set up and then there's like games on the tables and you can gamble, sure. But then they also have like like board games or like strategy games. And the best one to play right now is called Gloomy Family. I really enjoyed Gloomy Family. It was, it was a, a really good time. Good one. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like a storytelling game where you try to make your fictional family as miserable as possible. It's kind of macabre. It's really fun to twist the tails a little bit. I think like, I think one of my children got like killed by bees, and then I, I had uh, <laughs> the I had the matron in my family fall from the towers. I, I was a big fan of that one. It was funny. It's uh, really funny. Yeah, I, I laughed really hard. A little, hard little when sense of morbidity with that one, but the story made sense at that time. So they they recommend beverages based on like the games that you're playing. Oh, oh, the one that we had was fantastic. The recommended beverage is called Long and Bitter for Gloomy Family. And it's a pitcher of like a really, really dark alcohol. Then when you drink it at first, it's like, yeah, it's fine. It's kind of bitter. It's kind of, it, it tastes all right. But once you empty the full pitcher, it refills itself. And it's much more bitter and gross and thick than the last time you drank it. And then the time after that, it was even thicker and more bitter. It was fantastic. It just encouraged me to keep going, knowing that that next picture was going to bring you absolute misery. I have to say, I was expecting to not enjoy the gaming tavern. Well, uh, Alufi, the next one that I had here in my notes was Nightshade. Of course, that is in Shaylias. Now, this tavern strives to show the nice side of life. Death. Bringing some customers just to the brink of death for a ride they are not soon to forget. 
I originally found them when I was looking for a poison shop and I happened to stumble upon them and while I was there I had a wonderful time and then when we went back very recently it was wonderful again D did you enjoy i didn't like the fact that i stopped being able to feel everything that was the best no like that's the best part about drinking alcohol is that like your tummy feels funny and then your cheeks feel funny and then your fingers feel fun. Like, like that's the best oh, part. Oh, the, the feel. No, uh, w once you've been a, an adventurer long enough, or you've lived long enough, and you've really lived, that is the key. Everything will want to stop, and it's nice. It is nice to just, just stop. Just, oh, just, just, just stop. Well, it is located in an elven borough, and is run by elves, and if anybody knows death, it's the elves. I absolutely agree. Having used several of their poisons every single time, I've delivered exactly what I needed. Uh, they are good purveyors of death. Even Del the temporary death was nice. Delivered po- what? Are Silas, are you taking poison? No, I, I was an adventurer at one point in time. Let, let's talk about a, a better tavern. Let's talk about something else, something inspiring. How about another one that made the list? Uh, sure. Ooh, I know this one. This is one that I go to pretty frequently. The Drunken Dragon. Uh, it's located in Clifftop. It is the quintessential adventurer's tavern, if you ask me. Uh, typically catering to Clifftop guildies. Um, the walls are just a mismatch of, oh, this such and such person brought in this and put it on the wall, and um, you know, things from Zendrick and the Demon Wastes. And I, like, I will say, if I was to imagine a tavern in my mind that wasn't the Gold Dragon Inn, because that's the standard in my standard, head. Yeah. They are. Uh, I would. I would say that the quintessential one beyond that would be the Drunken Dragon. It just looks and feels exactly like a tavern would look or feel. Yeah. Exactly. Um, they also bring in really exotic alcohols, which I think you'd really like. But it's mostly because like a lot of different people join the Clifftop Guild, and you know you're not going to have like, you know, a, a gosh claw orc coming in and just being like, yeah, just give me what's on tap, bub. They're gonna want something from their home. That is true. The, the diverse membership of the Clifftop Guild does make that a little easier. Which is what I liked about Shamukar as well, was the diverse clientele. So, so yeah, I can agree that that one's a good one. It also has lots of, like, really nice dark corners for hooded figures to look at you from. Which is, like, a really nice touch. Uh, I've heard that Haskal de Galanda, the proprietor of the inn, actually pays people to come in wearing hoods and sit brutally in the corners just to kind of add to that flavor and mood well that is interesting there's also a few like private back rooms you can rent if you need to like have quiet conversations that other people aren't supposed to listen in on as soon as i see someone going to the back room i'm gonna i would listen in at that point in time yeah get as close solidly. as i could it sounds like a yeah. yeah. If, if there's a way to listen in in those rooms, you definitely Well, what should. you would do is you would immediately... Silas? Oh, okay, you're right, you're right. I... Yeah, let's not. All right, fine, fair. Uh, let's talk about one of the no, other taverns. No, I'm not done yet. Oh, my apologies. I can't talk about the Drunken Dragon 
without, I've already spoke about him once, Haskell DeGlanda. He is ridiculous. So he'll put on like just like super flamboyant clothes all the time. He's always wearing something silly. It is so nice to see someone who used to be an adventurer that isn't so serious and butthole. You know, he's just, he's silly, he's flamboyant, he's extra. It's nice to see. Yeah, I, I can agree with that statement, uh, but it was a flamboyant halfling, and all I could think of was, he who shall not be named. Uh, is, is that it? Did, did you cover well, everything? That's it, well, yeah. then, then let me talk about one of my favorite taverns that we went to. Okay. It is a tavern so nice, they've named it twice a month for the last 15 years. I'm speaking, of course, of the Nameless Tavern. Now, the Nameless Tavern is a very interesting piece of Sharnian history. It belonged to a very eccentric owner at one point in time, and on his deathbed, he made his son promise that if anyone wanted to take control of the tavern, they had to fight for it. Unfortunately, due to the wording, now anyone who wants to fight can immediately take control of the tavern. And with how long it takes to change over the names within city registries here, it means that the Nameless Tavern has been in constant flux ever since. It, it was an absolute delight to go there and participate and not throw any punches, uh, but, but at one point in time during the 80s, I did own it for a, a glorious 32 minutes. 32 minutes? That's the longest you've ever had control of anything in your life. The only reason you're upset is you spent the whole time crying. Yeah, I didn't like the fact that people were trying to punch on me. I don't want to be punched on. You did. You hit me with a stool. Do you not remember hitting me with a stool? Yeah, at the other place. Yeah, so when it's real, it's an issue. Yeah. No, okay, I see. I, I am I am very... You could have been a Luffy Haskell de Civis, bar owner. There's no way I could have kept it. No, not legally, but it would have been for a few brief moments, it would have been yours. I don't need that kind of recognition, though, Silas. All right, Aloofy, we are rounding out the last couple here. Let's go. Patty's and Gina's is the next one on our list. This very unique tavern's in Oladra's kitchen. It has guests take like a survey before you get seated. And this survey will actually dictate if you'll sit on one side of the tavern or the other. So Patricia and Regina are the two very elderly gnomish owners of the tavern which was willed to them, and the will stated that all of their parents' belongings would be split evenly in half. Now, this was interpreted as physically, literally in half. So, the tavern was split through the middle, and Patty and Gina kind of run... It's essentially like two separate taverns that's like the same tavern. It's... It's a weird time. I really enjoyed it. The fact that I had a survey and you had a survey, and then we got to sit on different sides of the room. It was a real joy. It was a perfect tavern. I would go there again. Now I will say, both Patty and Gina attest that they each had come up with the Sharn famous meat on a stick. They both say it was their recipe so now, if you're with, like, a Gina devotee, you do not say that you prefer Patty's meat on a stick. 
because that's just gonna end in a blood riot. So considering I will most likely never go there again, they tasted the exact same. I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to say it. I could not taste the difference between both of those. I, I didn't I didn't understand it at all. I tried yours, I tried mine, they were the same. Yeah, a little bit of differences in like the way the spices and the way they So I I recommend going to this tavern multiple times, changing up your answers each time and lying, yes. Yeah, sometimes sometimes uh both Patty and Gina will be down in the tavern like main room and I've been there before when um, one of them said something or somebody said something and all of a sudden they both have crossbows out and they're shooting things across the room. It's really interesting and scary but you just gotta know the procedures. So what's this last one? Well, why don't you take the last one and then I'll do the honorable mention at the end. Okay. We spoke about the Drunken Dragon and how it is such a wonderful tavern for Clifftop, as well as the Flowing Chalice for the Wayfinders Foundation. But what about Death's Gate? Well, that's where Red Blades comes in. So Red Blades uh, caters specifically to the Death's Gate Adventurers Guild, but anybody can go there to buy ale or beverage or eat food interesting about red blades is is that if you become a regular and if the proprietor named red blade enjoys you enough he might give you a few little things on the side such as poisons or special weapons ammunition if you're a follower of the dark six he also does stuff for the mockery how do you know that what we were in the same town. Who were you talking to that told you? Because if they're worshiping the Dark Six there, we need to be on top of this. Silas, I need you to know something. I'm sweeter than a cinnamon roll. You know what that means? I can talk to anybody about anything and they'll talk to me about it. If I had known that we were in a Dark Six, they would not have made the cut. I mean, you were fine going to the cracked mirror and they got a thing about the Traveler at the bottom. They had a thing about the Traveler in the bottom of the Cracked Mirror. They don't... No, it's not it's there anymore. There. It's not there. It's they, still the, there. The guard removed it. Good <laughs> love. All right, we're going to talk after this about all of the places that have... Because I need to... I drink a lot. I need to know. So I highly recommend Red Blades if you're looking to join Deathgate or if you, in the area... And want to enjoy kind of a different aspect of Adventures Taverns in that it's a dark and gritty place with dark and gritty things and, you know, maybe somebody will slip you some poison under the table. Uh, it was a very enlightening uh, uh, top, top 12 here. Uh, we, we do have an honorable mention, which wasn't technically a bar, but we wanted to call out because we both had a great time there. It was very exciting, and I feel adventurers in the city need to go there. I'd call it a tavern. It was not. It was a restaurant. They had a bar in the back. The proprietor was focused in on serving food. We discussed that. That is not a tavern. That is a restaurant converted from an abandoned Kenneth warehouse and a fine establishment for eating... The Gonrot, or Hungry Story, serves up unique and flavorful dishes by its owners. In addition to having more space and 
less nefarious ties than Shemakar in Kyber's Gate, the Ganrod overlooks a pool of lava where a shark of elemental fire resides. We had an opportunity to speak with the new owner, Vanen Kesh. He's actually the proprietor and head chef. He's brought in different recipes from his time as an adventurer, as well as from his Dakani heritage. And I have to say, everything I had was wonderful. I, I don't know about you, Alufi. I really, really enjoyed it. The atmosphere is really interesting. Vanen Kesh also has like this cute little panther that like walks around and it's like man I just want to pet it but it could kill me it, everything there felt mildly threatening because you had the grates acting as catwalks and platforms for you to move about above the fire pit but it was there and it, you could feel the heat and it felt real everything about it felt real and I really like that now Vaughn and Kesh did do something he doesn't always do it it was really special we got to witness it but sometimes he will take odd cuts of meat, metal scraps, stuff like that, and he will feed the lava shark that swims around underneath your feet. And it was really interesting to, to see. I really liked it because it was like... It, it really was. And, uh, you know, we had a couple of good drinks back at the bar and we had a really enjoyable time there. I would recommend going. Yeah, if you find yourself... You know, deeper in char, and you're like, man, I want to get me some good food. And that'll do it for us. I don't think we have anything else. Nope. Next week, we have a special guest who is a shifter from Thrain, who's written into us about a plight that they are having there, and I'm excited to talk to her and find out more about that. Now, that is going to be a midweek special, Echo, and I hope you all sit down for the special echo and listen in. It would be really nice for everybody to join us for that. Well, uh, from all of us here, have a lovely day, and as always, keep an ear out for those echoes of 